وجهه ورسوله ورضي الله تعالى عن سادات التابعين والعلماء الآملين ولا إمة الأربعة المجتهدين ومقلديهم بإحسان إلى الدين وبعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Inshallah, we are going to continue with the session regarding that is the biography of the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So uh, as for yesterday, we uh, took some of the uh, point, very important point related to the biography of the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And uh, we stop at the point that would give us the emphasis related to رأيه الجنم وسفرته الأولى إلى الشام. That is رأيه الجنم. His reign uh, of animals and his first journey to the city of Sham. So, as uh, we uh, did yesterday, before we continue or before we start, we need a kind of short Quran recitation. So, I think if you can give us the recitation, inshallah. تلك الرسل فضلنا بعضهم على بعض منهم من كلم الله ورفع بعضهم درجات وآتينا إيسى بن مريم البينات وأيدناه بروح القدس ولو شاء الله ما قتتل الذين من بعد من بعد ما جاءتهم البينات ولكن اختلفوا فمنهم ولكن اختلفوا ولكن اختلفوا فمنهم ولو شاء الله ما قاتل الذين من بعدهم بعدما جاءتهم البينات ولكن اختلفوا فمنهم من كفر ولو شاء الله ما قاتل ولكن الله يفعل ما يريد يا أيها الذين آمنوا أنفقوا مما رزقناكم من قبل أن يأتي يوم لا بيع فيه ولا كلة ولا شفاعة والكافرون هم الظالمون الله لا إله إلا هو الحي القيوم لا تأخذه سنة ولا نوم له ما في السماوات وما في الأرض ماذا الذي يشفع عنده إلا بإذنه يعلم ما بين أيديهم وما خلفهم ولا يحيطون بشيء من إلمي إلا بما شاء وسع كرسيه السماوات والأرض ولا يعود حفظهما وهو العلي العظيم. So yesterday we were discussing regarding that is the uh, how the Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam developed in the house of his uh, mother and also in the house of his grandfather. Likewise, his companionship in the house of his uncle. So we are going to continue from how the Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam raised animals. He was a shepherd. He was also that is traveled to the city of Sham. كان صلى الله عليه وسلم في سجره يرعى الجنم لأهل مكة. He was peace and mercy of Allah be upon him when he was young, when he was child. He is shearing animals for the people of Mecca. بأجرات يعيش منها due to a particular wages that he is living with. So he is shearing their animals. And uh, when he read the animals, they gave him they gave him a wages. In order that is to serve as a salary uh, for him. ولما بلغ التاسعة من عمره, when he reached to that is التاسعة من عمره, nine years old. When he reached nine years old, سافر إلى الشام. He traveled to the city of Sham. 
ما أمه أبي طالب along with his uncle أبي طالب that is the father of علي بن أبي طالب بتجارة due to business so they travel to city of Sham for the purpose of business ولما قرب من بصرة when he come closer to the city of بصرة رآه غاهب بحيرة one of the Jewish monk saw him whom he is named as that is Rahib Bahira Rahib means Jewish monk Bahira the righteous predecessors they said that is his name Bahira Rahib فَأَكْبَرَ أَمُّهُ and he informed the uncle of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam بِأَنَّهُ سَيَكُونُ آخِرُ الْأَنْبِيَاءِ that the prophet would be the final of the messengers وَطَلَبَ مِنْهُ أَنْ يَرْجُعَ بِهِ and he requested from him, meaning he requested from the uncle, from Abi Talib, to take back the Rasul back to the city of Mecca with the afraid that maybe the enemies would harm him. Because if they are hood, they consider that the final messenger is not among them, so they may end up harming the Rasul. So that is the reason why. That Jewish monk requested from uh, uh, Abi Talib to take the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam back to the uh, that is, uh, city of Mecca. وَقَدْ اِسْتَدَلَّ عَلَى نُبُوَّتِهِ بِعَلَامَتِهِ الَّتِي فِي كُتُبِ أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ And some of the indications, some of the signs that indicated towards his prophethood are some of the mentioning that are they found in the books of Ahlul Kitab, the books of the people of scriptures. So these are some of the points related to this uh, journey. So uh, the reason why Bahira Rahib, that Jewish monk, understand that this person is a prophet is because he already read in their books about the mentioning of the Rasul in the At-Tawrah and in the Injil. So uh, let's talk, uh, discuss that is regarding some of the questions. بِمَاذَا كَانَ يَشْجُلُ فِي With what he spended his time during his early age. That is with, with what he is uh, he spend his time. That is with what he is uh, 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 what he, he is doing during his early age. Which work? Rearing of animals. animals. Now, uh, When did he travel to the city of Sham? At the age of nine. Now, mashallah. Ma Together with whom he traveled? Now his uncle Abi Talib. Who saw him in the first journey? Rahibu Bahira. Now, what did he inform his uncle? Now, because of. Now, and also. Naam. Mada talaba minhu, what did he requested from him? That is to take him back to the city of Mecca. Bimaza istadalla ala nubuwatihi. What is indicating his prophecy? Yeah. How did he recognize that this is a prophet? Meaning, Bahira Rahib, the Jewish monk. How did he recognize that this boy, this child is a prophet? Would be the final mission. Yeah, he saw the sign. Yeah, and he read it. Yeah, in their books, now in their scriptures. So, uh, 
summary of what we just mentioned كان في صدره يل الجنمة لأهل مكة he was during his early age raging animals to the people of Mecca وسافر إلى الشام and he traveled to the city of Sham مع عمه together with his uncle وهو ابن تسئن while he was at the age of nine أو ابن ثلاثة عشرة or he was at the age of thirteen there is a narration which mentioned at the age of thirteen ورآه راهب بحيرة and راهب بحيرة that is the Jewish monk saw him راهب بحيرة وأعرف فيه علامات النبوة and he understand the signs of prophecy with that is in him so then سفرته الثانية إلى الشام his second journey to the city of Sham after he went for the first journey بحيرة راهب informed his uncle to take him back to the city of Mecca Afterwards, he also traveled to the city of Sham, which is the second journey. في الخامسة والعشرين من عمره, in twenty, that is a twenty-fifth in his age, that is in his when he was at the age of twenty-five, من عمره صلى الله عليه وسلم في سبعة عشر الله بأقنهم سافر إلى الشام مرة ثانية. He traveled to the city of Sham second time, في تجارة لسيدة خديجة, in a business of that is a Khadija. That is the must. That is the master Khadija. Sayyida. If you said Sayyid in in Arabic, meaning someone that is master. So Khadija was a wealthy woman. She engaged herself into business, and she called the attention of righteous people to come into her business in order to expand her businesses. So likewise, she selected the Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam. To be within her business, وكانت ذات شرف ومال. She was a woman of wealth and also a woman with honor. She was a honorable woman, and she was wealthy. She 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 was financially buoyant. تستعجب الرجال في مالها. She is including men in her businesses. وقد اتاجه لهذا العمل. And she selected him. That is, لهذا الأمر عمل for this action for this work, لأنها سمعت لصدقه, because she heard about his, that is honesty. She heard people are saying Muhammad is a honest person, Muhammad is so so person. Because of that, she invited the Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam to her business. وعمانته and his وعمانته and his trust. وأخلاقه الشريفة. And his honorable characters, he has good morals, ethical decorum. So that's the reason why she invited the Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam into her business, businesses. وكان معه خادمها ميسرة. It was together with him. It was that is he was together with her. That is a child ميسرة. If you said خادم is someone that is like a slave. So the Rasul traveled to the city of Sham together with the slave of Khadija, known as Maysara, that is his name. They sold and they bought, that is they bought and, and they, they sold. And they returned back with a, that is a, with a significant profit. With a great profit. So meaning their uh, journey is very Exorbitant, meaning that they they get profit and they got the profit in the in that journey. So one of the important issue is that 
whenever you are engaging yourself into business, the best factor that you are willing to obtain is the profit. Because without the profit, you will not indulge into that business. So despite of his honesty, his trust, when he undergoed that, that, uh, that work, when he went to that journey, he come back with huge profit. So meaning that even if you are a honest person, you are a man of trust, but you did not carry out your work as how you're supposed to do, you did not do it that is uh, with accuracy and precision, then you would face a lot of challenges. Suppose when they went to the, that is sham, the Rasul decided to waste, him, uh, waste his time in some of the issues, to not indulge into the business, and he came back without the profit. I don't think that she would give him accreditation. She would not, uh, that is, uh, receive him. She would not welcome him in a, that is proper way. Allahul Musta'an. So even though if you, are, if you are having the qualities, try as such also to, uh, to struggle for the primary assignment. Because the primary assignment is the business. His honesty, his trust is not the primary assignment in that work. Indeed, it is the qualities that she selected him that is uh, with that uh, with those qualities she selected the rasulullah to, to indulge into the business but when he went to the business he also carried his job in a good and proper manner although together with him uh, her, that is a slave maisara uh, they sell and they, 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 they buy and sell uh, they return back with a huge profit then uh, some of the questions when did the Rasul travel to the city of Sham in the second journey yes he, he was at the age of 25 with you what he traveled Naam, for the purpose of business. كيف كانت كانت سيدة خديجة? How how what is the condition of say that is the سيدة خديجة at then? What is her condition at then? Her, that is position. Yeah, she was uh, uh, that is uh, that is a master, some uh, someone that is wealthy and that is financially. Uh, yeah, she was a businesswoman. Now, لماذا تارت الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم لهذا الأمل with, uh, with, uh, due to which reason she selected the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم uh, for this job because of his honesty نعم yeah honesty trust, trust yeah. yeah so due to these basic factors she selected the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم because she had people uh, mentioning about the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم with these qualities من سافر معه في هذه المرة ميسرة نعم that is the slave uh, boy of خديجة uh, then زواجه بسيدة خديجة his uh, marriage consummation with خديجة so what is uh, how did he marry خديجة you know in the beginning we heard that she invited him in her business so uh, بعد رجوعه بشهرين after he returned back to the city of Mecca with two months. So after his resumption with two months, uh, from his second journey, he consummated his marriage with Khadija. 
with Khadija the master, and she was the one that proposed him. Allah understand. He was the one that proposed the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So how about our condition nowadays? <laughs> are the women proposing or the, <laughs> the men are, are the ones uh, proposing? Yeah, so as for the Khadija, she, re uh, re she re realized that if she allowed that her chance that is to, uh, if she, she let the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam move, she will miss her chance. So, and because she considered that he is a that is man of quality, he has qualities whom the women are looking for. So that is the reason why she proposed. But the women of nowadays, they are not into that. They would see someone that they really, that is have the affections towards him, but they will not propose. Mm -hmm. They are just waiting for him to propose. Yeah. And, <laughs> and at times, no. <laughs> no. And at times you would see that uh, the, the youth also, the, the males also, they have the affection towards the la that is the ladies, but they will not propose. And at times they will not have the affection, while the women are the ones that are having the affections towards that particular person. But they will not inform him, and they will miss the chance. So as for Khadija, she was an intellectual woman. That is the reason why she proposed the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, because there is no any woman that would see the Rasul, that will see the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam without proposing him, because he was feeling in his qualities he was a, that is a person that he he uh, he was 100 percent in terms of qualities that is in terms of qualities so that's one of the reason why she proposed the rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam she was the one that proposed him she was the woman she she was the the woman she was the one that proposed the rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam it's not the rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam that that proposed her he did not ask her to that is for, for the marriage Rather, she was the one that passed the request, and he, accept, uh, he accepted the request. Nowadays, you would come across a lady that she has an affection towards you, and she would show you the sign of the love, but you reject. Why? Part of the sunnah of the Rasul if a woman proposes you, as you also check her qualities, then you, you should accept the proposal. So that's one of the issues. She forwarded the proposal and he accepted the proposal. It is very simple. <laughs> so we should not say also that we let, let the woman propose first. We can propose also. So Allah understand. But the issue is vice versa. Whether we propose or they propose. If they propose, yes, just accept the proposal. Allah understand. There is no issue on that. Otherwise, you would create problem within uh, that is your uh, personal. Uh, emotions and also her own emotions because you would break her heart if a woman proposes you and you did not accept the the proposal you indeed that is a uh, broke her heart you would broke her heart her heart would get broken due to your denial uh, her age at that time was that is 40 she was at the age of 40 when she proposed the rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam when she consummated the marriage with the rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam وعمره خمسة وعشرين سنة، and he was at the age of that is عشرين خمسة وعشرين twenty five years he was twenty five years old when he consummated the marriage with Khadija. she was at she was at the age of forty while he was at the age of twenty five. imagine the years variance. so look at the condition of of us nowadays. if a woman of 
30, not even 30, 25. If a, if a lady of 25 years old proposes, you won't be able to accept that proposal. Why? So the Rasulullah also looked at Khadija was a righteous woman. Also, he accepted the, her proposal. Imagine a woman at the age of 40. Some of the people would be saying that if you uh, accept her proposal, if you marry her, she won't be able to give birth to the children. But look towards the miracle. All the children that the Rasulullah uh, gave birth to are from Khadija, except one, except Ibrahim. Because Ibrahim uh, was from Maria Al-Qibtiya. All of them are Fatima, Al-Qasim, Ibrahim, Abdullah, Zainab, Ru'ayya, all of them are from Khadija. <laughs> and he married her at the age of 40. <laughs> Imagine. So somehow they're saying if a woman that is rich to the age of 40, she won't be able to give birth. No, this is not, uh, that is uh, a, a true hypothesis. It's a false hypothesis. It's based on the condition. The Rasulullah married Khadija at the age of 40 and she gave birth to almost six children for the Rasulullah six children for the Rasulullah alayhi wasallam. وكانت قبله متزوجة بأبي حال. She was uh, before the Rasulullah um, She married Abu Hala. There is a particular man that she married before the Rasulullah alayhi wasallam, meaning she was a widow. She already married before the Rasulullah alayhi wasallam. She married someone and later on she married the Rasulullah alayhi wasallam. وَقَدِمَاتَ وَلَهُ وَلَدٌ مِّنْهَا اسْمُهُ حَالَ He died, that particular man, that is uh, Abu Hala, he died uh, when, uh, and he has uh, also a, ch a child with her. He has a child with Khadija, the name of the child is Hala. It was mentioned in one of the book of history uh, that uh, his name is Hanad. Hanad, that is the name of the child that the Khadija gave birth to prior to her marriage with the Rasulullah sallam. So uh, the son of uh, Abu Hala with Khadija is Hanad, is, uh, according to the historians. She lived together with the Prophet peace and mercy of Allah be upon him for 25 years. For 25 years. And he did not marry any woman until after she died. After the demise of Khadija, then the Rasulullah go for another, that is a woman. He marry, he, that is, he go for the second wife. So that's one of the issues. As far as you have love between you and your wife, she respect you, you res respect her, you are living uh, in a good way, you have a, a kind of harmonious living. So there is no problem, maintain that. Uh, marrying more than single woman is optional, it's mubah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, وَإِنْ خِبْتُمْ أَلَّا تُقْصِدُوا فِي الْيَتَامَ فَانْكِحُوا مَا طَابَ لَكُمْ مِنَ النِّسَاءِ مَثْنَى وَثُلَاسَ وَرْبَةً فَإِنْ خِبْتُمْ أَلَّا تَعَدِلُوا فَوَاحِدًا That if you are afraid that you will not do justice, then stay for one. So it is optional. It is not mandatory. It is not compulsory that you should go for more than one woman. It is optional. Allah المستعان So the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, because he loved Khadija, their marriage is based on love. It, uh, it was ex established based on love. That's why he did not uh, that is, uh, go for the second woman unless after the demise of Khadija. She was 
She stayed together with the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for 25 years. Meaning, she was at the age of 40. She stayed together with the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam up to, up to 25 years. 40 plus 25, 65 years. And then the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he reached at that, uh, which age? Because, uh, because, because he married her at the age of 25. And he lived together with Khadija for another 25. Meaning, he get to the age of 50. Okay, so the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when he reached to the age of 50, she was at, at which age? 65. No. Ah, she is at the age of 65. He married her when she was at the at age of 40. 40. Yeah. And he is at the age of 25. Yeah. So she died at, uh, 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 at which age? At the age of 60. Huh? 60. <laughs> because when she, uh, she was 40, no. They spent another 25 years together. Yeah. 65. She died at the age of 65. Yeah. Then he was at the age of what? 50. <laughs> 50. 50? Okay, now. So that's, uh, that the, the variance is those 15 years. Yeah, 15 years. She was older than him with what? 15 years. 15 years. Yeah, that's the uh, issue. There is no problem for you to marry a woman that is older than you. Allah but usually the youth of nowadays they are going for the uh, that is a uh, young uh, yeah <laughs> young ladies. Allah <laughs> then uh, then some of the questions. Uh, when did he uh, consummated the marriage with Sayyidat Khadija? Yeah, she was at the age of forty also. How old uh, is she when he married her? That is 40. كم كان أمره صلى الله عليه وسلم That is uh, 25. فمن كانت السيدة خديجة متزوجة قبل uh, With whom did سيدة خديجة consummated the marriage before she married the Rasul before she get married with the Rasul الله عليه وسلم أبو حالة نعم كم سنة سن أقامت مع الرسول How many years did she spend with the Rasul الله عليه وسلم 25 years old now 25 years now 25 years uh, after his uh, returning after his resumption uh, with uh, two months he married uh, after her marriage with she lived together with him for almost 25 years. His judgment between the Quraysh on installing the black stone. As we know, the black stone is attached to the Kaaba. The Kaaba uh, is a uh, four uh, that is uh, dimensional. It's uh, like uh, that is a uh, rectangular. So it has four rukun. In the Kaaba, we have rukun al-Yamani, we have rukun al-Shami, rukun al-Iraqi, and rukun al-Hajar al-Aswad. So there is rukun al-Hajar al-Aswad, which is the first one. Then at the back of the rukun al-Hajar al-Aswad is the, that is a rukun al-Yamani. Then rukun al-Shami, then rukun al-Iraqi. So these are the four, if you take the, like for example, uh, this is the, 
dimension of the Kaaba, four angles. So this the this the angle of Hajar al-Aswad. That is the Rukun al-Hajar al-Aswad. And this one is Rukun al-Yamani. This one is Rukun al-Shami, and this one is Rukun al-Iraqi. So these are the, the four dimensions of the Kaaba. The atoms are as Rukun. And for each Rukun, he has his own model that is a practices. As for the Rukun al-Hajar al-Aswad, this is the direction where you would start your psychomambulation, your tawaf. If you want to start the tawaf, you have to start the tawaf from the Gukun al-Hajar al-Aswad, from the Hajar al-Aswad. Then whenever you, you, psych you psychomambulate, when you reach to the Gukun al-Yamani, if you get chance, you can, that is kiss the Gukun al-Yamani, because the Rasulullah it was narrated that he did so. And when you return back to the Hajar al-Aswad, that is first round, that is first round. And you have to also kiss, if you get the time, kiss the Hajar al-Aswad. If you are not having the time, that is the chance to kiss the Hajar al-Aswad with your mouth, you can touch with your hands and kiss your hands. That's the teachings, the practices of the righteous predecessors. So that is related to the Kaaba. So the reason why he did a judgment between the Quraysh in installing the Hajar al-Aswad is because uh, a kind of flood, water flood happened. And some portion of the Kaaba that is uh, get destroyed uh, and also it happens also uh, twice a time where the the building of the Kaaba was affected with one of the the fires there, is, uh, there was a fire, fire outbreak which one portion of the Kaaba was affected with that so uh, it was mentioned here fil khamisati wa thalasin in the that is fil khamisati wa thalasin min umri at uh, 20, uh, 30, خامسات وثلاثين من عمري 35 from his age, his age when he was at the age of 35 هدمت قريش الكعبة the قريش demolished the كعبة they dismantled the building of كعبة وجددت بناءها and they uh, renew its rehabilitation meaning they rehabilitated the building of the كعبة the قريش demolished the كعبة when he was at the age of 35 what is the purpose of demolishing the كعبة because they want to rehabilitate. They want to correct, that is the building. Yesterday we make mention about some of the troops that they were being destroyed because they want to demolish the Kaaba. As for them, they come for destruction. While this, that is the Quraysh, they are there just to rehabilitate the Kaaba. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow them to, re that, is to uh, that is to reconstruct the Kaaba. So that's the difference. Someone would, someone would be saying that why is it that the troops of Abrahat al-Ashram were destroyed? Because they want to, uh, that is, uh, demolish the Kaaba. It's because they, they, their purpose is an evil purpose, while the purpose of the Quraysh is a good purpose. So at that particular age, وَقَدِشْ تَرَكَ مَعَهُ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ وَقَدِشْ تَرَكَ مَعَهُمْ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ فِي بِنَائِهَا And the Rasulullah was he engaged himself together with them. He was together with them in the rehabilitation of the Kaaba. That is, he was among them in, the, in that rehabilitation. He was carrying the stone together with the honorables among the Quraysh. Among the, that is, the dignitaries of the Quraysh. They were carrying the blocks and he also carried, that is, the bricks in order to rehabilitate the building. Along with him, there was his um, that is his uncle Abbas, the father of Abdullah. His, uh, that is, he was his uncle. And 
Then the Quraysh were having confusion. They were, that is, uh, having confusion, misunderstanding regarding the issue of Hajab, that is, installation of the Hajab al Aswad. They were having confusion. Who is to install the Hajab al Aswad? That is, to replace the Hajab al Aswad in its exact position. Summa Tafaku ala ayakun al Hajab ala ayakun al Hukuma awala dakil al Masjid. And they decided to leave the judgment based on the first person to come to the masjid. And the first person that get to the masjid at that moment was the Prophet. That is our beloved Prophet Muhammad, who is Allah be upon him. And the Quraysh were glamorous, they were totally happy with him. And they said, we all agree with the honest person. So that's how when they saw it, it's the Rasulullah that get into the masjid, they were totally happy. Because they know him, he was a man of honesty. He was a honest, that is a person. He was, a, that is a, a man of trust. That's why they said, we, they concluded their matter, that we, all of us, we accepted his judgment. And he mounted the black stone, the Hajar al-Aswad, on a garment. And he requested from any, uh, each leader, that is from uh, uh, each leader, for him to catch one portion of the, that is the garment. Suppose this is the garment, so he took the Hajar al-Aswad and he mounted the Hajar al-Aswad on the garment. And he requested from each, that is leader, from each ethnic group, from each family, from the Quraysh, to, ha to catch one portion of the garment. Suppose, for example, there are four leaders. One would catch this direction, one would catch this direction, one would, would that is happens to, that is uh, the directions, that is the segment of, the, of that uh, garment. Then he commanded them to, that is to uh, uplift, that is the garment. When he mounted the Hajar al-Aswad, he commanded that is, uh, those leaders to catch that is to catch the garment, and then he commanded them to uplift, that is the Hajar al-Aswad. When they reached with the Hajar al-Aswad to its location, the Rasulullah catch it, he took it with his bare hands. So the hukum that he did is that he asked all the leaders to hold the garment and he mounted the Hajar al-Aswad on top of that garment and he commanded uh, he, com he, he commanded them to move that, uh, that garment along with the Hajar al-Aswad to the location of Hajar al-Aswad. When they reached to the location of the Kaaba, the Rasulullah took the Hajar al-Aswad with his bare hands and he installed it, he drove it with his, that is, uh, honorable hands, with his mighty hands. And then that misunderstanding, that confusion, that misconception gets solved due to his judgment. And the Quraysh were totally surprised, they were totally amazed due to the strength of his, that is, uh, fikri, his, his thought, that is, his, his wisdom. So you see, 
in that kind of situation, it's not everyone that can deliver that judgment because they were totally uh, that is, uh, uh, into confusion. They were even about to fight themselves on who to install the Hajar al-Aswad. So the Rasul made the judgment and they were totally happy with his judgment. So imagine someone that he is having this kind of wisdom. He is, that is, uh, he is qualified to make judgment within the Quraysh. So and imagine someone would be able to say something that is, that is, uh, uh, that is not significant related to his uh, qualities. So you see the Rasul was a man that is, uh, he is a wise person. And also he is a, he, a person, he was a person that is qualified to, that is to make judgment. This we are talking even prior to the prophecy, prior to the prophethood, before the revelation. All this happened before the revelation. It happens at the age of 35, five years that is, uh, before the revelation. Al-As'ila, some of the questions, Mata jaddadat Qurayshun bina al-Ka'aba? When did the Quraysh uh, rehabilitate the building of the Ka'aba? When do they renew the building? Yeah, at which year? When he was at? He's, um, he's old, like 35. 35 years old. Did he uh, that is, uh, intermingle with them in the rehabilitation? Did he, is, uh, that is, uh, was he together with them in the rehabilitation? Yeah, in what matter do they get uh, differentiation? Do they get, div do, do, do they differ? That is their opinion differs in which matter? Exactly. Mankana awwale dakhili. Who is the first to enter into the masjid? The Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Kayfa hakama baynahum? How did he perform the judgment? He gathered all the, the honorable among the Quraysh people. Nah. He asked them to get um, like pottery. No. And take the black stone from the top. No. And he asked the leaders to take each to carry each side. Yeah. And lift it up to the position of oh. the black stone. MashaAllah. So Lamma Balaga Khamsa was a lasina sena when he reached to the age of thirty five, Jed did Quraishun Bina il Kaaba. The Quraysh renewed the rehabil the uh, the rehabilitation of the Kaaba uh Kamathu fi wada il Hajar il Aswad Modihu. And they gave him the judgment in order to install the Hajar al-Aswad in its exact location. Faqada Rashidin. And he performed a justful judgment, justified judgment. And he was accurate in his judgment. Nash'atuhu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That is a growth. How did he grow? How did he develop as that is uh, as a messenger? How did he develop within his community? He was popular in his community. With all trustworthy characters. Like uh, trust. Uh, like uh, that is kasirik, like honesty, wal amana and trust, wal hilm and patience, wal haya and modesty, wal tawadu and humbleness, 
حَتَّى لَقَبُوهُ بِالْأَمِينَ It reached to the extent that they nicknamed him as the trustworthy person. That uh, they nicknamed him as the honest. So the Rasulullah was known, he was popularly known in his community with mightiest characters. Kassirik, like what? Like uh, a Siddiq, that is honesty, well, amana and trust. He was a man of trust. Well, Hilm and patience. He was a person of patience. Well, Haya and modesty. He was shy, a person that, that has, that is, uh, that shyness used to overtake him. What Tawadu and humbleness. He was humble. Our, that is, Nabi was humble. The Rasulullah was humble. It leads to the extent that they nicknamed him as the honest. Uh, and his uh, people and his family they love him with a great love. They have that is they love the Rasulullah much more. So if you look, if you take someone that is within our community. And you, <laughs> you ask his family, for example, or you ask the people surrounded him, or his friends also. So actually, nowadays, I don't think that uh, a person would get 100% or accurate, that is, uh, praises, whether praise from his friends. Even 30, Allah. <laughs> so even 30, Allah. So imagine his entire community, they praises him, they endorse him, they give him accreditation. So, and also his family, like that is likewise. You would see, and uh, nowadays someone he was uh, totally good in his community, but he was bad in terms of his family relation. That is in terms of his family, how he relates with his family. He is not uh, that is uh, connecting his family tidy. He is not connected with his family. And at times you would see someone he is good in his house, but when he moved out, he was totally bad. So, but as for the Rasulullah he gathered all of this, that is, uh, um, characters, that is all these morals, all these ethical morals. His people love him, and he, likewise his family also. وَيَحْتَرِمُونَهُ إِحْتِرَامًا زَائِدًا And they, res they, are, they respected him, they are respecting him with a, that is, a, a, with, a, with an extreme the respect. They gave the Rasulullah respect, they are respecting him. They know his reputation. Imagine the Quraysh at then. They respect the Rasulullah They respect the Rasulullah They value his position. And Allah has protected him since from his early age, since from his childhood, against the actions, that is the actions of Jahiliya. That is pre-Islamic era. Since we said action of Jahiliya, the action that is not established, uh, that is the actions, the characters that are not established based on ethical morals, based that they are not established based on religious practices. So even to that time, at that era, that particular time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala safeguard the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Like for example, Amal Jahiliya, example like fornication, adultery, killing, that is cells, Tracheries and other aspects of Jahiliya. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala safeguarded his messenger to in, that is with prayer to even revelation in order not to in, indulge himself into those particular actions. 
فلم يشرب فلم يشرب خمرة. He never taste a wine. He never drink a wine. He did not never in his lifetime test a he test a wine. He did not. He hasn't. ولم يسجد لسانه من. And he did not he he hasn't prostrate to any that is a stature any idol. So that's one of the issues, even prior to revelation. وَأَكْرَمَهُ اللَّهُ قَبْلَ النُّبُوَةِ بِالْمُؤْجِزَاتِ And Allah has supported him before the revelation بِالْمُؤْجِزَاتِ with some miracles. If you remember, during his first journey to the city of Sham, Rahibu Bahira, that Jewish monk saw him. He recognized the Rasul with that miracle. دلت على إزم مستقبله which indicated towards his that is a referendum feature so those miracles are indicating that this person would have a great feature it happens also Khadija said that that is one among her relatives also informed Khadija that this particular person that you considered him the person that you married he would have a great feature and likewise, what Rahibu Bahira also said about the Rasulullah sallam in his first journey to the city of Sham. Minha taskiru al-ghamamati lahu fi sifrati saniyatu ila Sham. Part of those miracles is that is the shade that the cloud are given to him, were given to him fi sifrati saniyatu ila Sham. In his second journey to the city of Sham. When he was in, that is on his way to Sham, in his second journey, the travelers, the caravans, they recognized that there was a kind of cloud that give shade to Rasulullah that provide shade to the Rasulullah They were working together with him, but all other people, like for example, they are experiencing the solar radiation. But the Rasulullah was protected from that, that is radiation. So that that is one of the miracles. I'll ask you some of the questions. With what he was popularly known in his community. Now, honest. He was humble. Now, so these are some of the qualities. Did his people love him? Do they love him? Hundred percent now, mashallah. هل كان يعمل يعمل مثل أعمالهم؟ Did he indulge himself to perform that is similar to their actions? No, he's he's not. He's not. He did not. Now, بماذا أكرمه الله قبل النبوة? With what Allah سبحانه وتعالى has supported him before the revelation. With miracles, now. Then حياته قبيل رسالة. His life prior to the revelation, prior to the prophethood. نعم. هنما قرب الأربعين من عمره. When he came closer to forty years, أحب الابتعاد عن الناس والعبادة. He loved unto himself, distancing himself away from people by hearkening towards Worshipping that is the Almighty God. Meaning, 
when he was around 40 years old, he decided to take social distancing in order to, that is, uh, to indulge into the act of worship. He has chosen for himself the cave of Hira. It was a mountain on the way to Mecca. He was taken along with him his free comment. When it get finished, he returned back to his wife. Sayyidah to Khadija, that is uh, Sayyidah to Khadija. So whenever he is going to the cave of Hira, he would took along with him his free comment, like the food, all the necessary requirement that he is in need of for that ibadah, for that act of, that is uh, worship. So when it get finished, he would return home, he would return back home, that is to his wife. He would go back to his, that is uh, his home. He was taken along with him his free comment, when it get finished, Khadija, he would return back to his wife, Sayyidatu Khadija. And he would take another one. He was worshipping based on the religion of his grandfather, Ibrahim. He is doing that within, within 10, 10 days to that is to the month, 10 to 30 days. He indulged into the ibadah within that is 10 days up to that is end of the month, meaning 10 to 30 days. As some of the questions, when did he uh, selected for himself uh, to take social distancing? When he was um, getting closer to 40 years. 40 years, now. In which location he was uh, uh, that is, uh, part, part he, he partake into the act of ibadah. Cave of Hira. Where he was eating? Where is he eating at that particular moment? He's sitting alone with his food in the cave of Hira. After he finished, he will come back to his wife. Then, uh, based on which religion? He was uh, worshiping in. Uh, his, he established his act of worship based on which religion? Now, based on that, that is path of Ibrahim alayhi salam. How long is he spending? Was he spending? Uh, that is uh, during the act of worship. How long? The period. That is the duration of. Oh, ten to thirty. Ten to thirty days. Now, mashaAllah. Then Khulasa, he never got min al Arba'in when he was closer to the age of 40, Ahab al Uzla. He selected self isolation, meaning social distancing. He was worshipping the Almighty God in the cave of Hira, Aladini Ibrahim, based on the religion of Ibrahim. Then Khulasa to Dawil Awal, the summary of the first segment. Sayyidina Muhammad ibn Abdullah. Uh, our beloved Prophet Muhammad, the son of Abdullah. Naam. So before we read the khulasa, I would request from you to give us the summary from what we, that is, uh, what we just, uh, that is, uh, uh, discussed regarding the history of the Rasulullah since from his birth to
to that is uh, uh, that is to revelation can you summarize it yeah since from the beginning since from yes our yesterday that is from our yesterday sessions that is session oh we should leave by tomorrow what I hope you would you, you can give it now yeah. now When he was uh, in, in the womb of his mother, now. After his birth, his mother died at the when he is at the age of four. Now. And he has um, his father left him one slave, um, um, Asala. Now, um, uh, uh, Suebat al Aslamiya, now. Now after, after he left the, um, after, after he, he left Now, after he uh, was taken uh, by the companionship, uh, companionship of his uncle, uh, he stayed there until when they went for the uh, first journey to now to uh, to Sham. <laughs> so after his resumption, what happens in the city of Sham? Yeah, in their first journey. They met with a Jew Jewish monk. Yeah, a Jewish monk. Bahira. Bahira. And he saw the sign of prophecy on him. Yes. And he requested to take him back to Makkah. Exactly. Because if um, the Jews at that time know that he is prophet, they will harm for him. Yeah, exactly. So when they came back, 
نعم دي وين فور ذا وين هي كم باك دي وين فور سكن جاري ويش بزنس نعم Exactly. <laughs> the proposal now. Yeah. And he, they get married. He married him at when he was at the age of 25. Yeah. And she is 40. Exactly. Yeah. And they live together. They spend 25 years together. Yeah. Before she was born. Exactly. So that's now. Uh, so after uh, after he he married her as, uh, at which age? 25. So after he consummated her marriage, then what happened afterwards? After the, after the marriage. There is something that happened after their marriage. Even prior to the marriage with Khadija, something great happened related to the rehabilitation of the Kaaba. Exactly. They sat on the mosque and they are thinking, they say, they decided that the first person that will come inside the mosque is the one that will solve the, this problem. And they are thinking, oh, no, that will be the first person to the, the entire church. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and they requested to, to get uh, a garment and, uh, and the leaders of the people to take each side and he'll take the black soul and Exactly. So, uh, so after he get married with Khadija, uh, also there is something that happened when he reached to the age of forty. What happened at that moment? Yeah. Prior to age of uh, forty. Yeah, he met several different other people. Exactly. And he go back to the church of Hira. Yeah. Um, and at that time, he is following the religion of his uh, of Ibrahim. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So that's uh, the basic issue related to that is uh, uh, this uh, journey. Since from his birth to the point where he is prior to get the revelation, so uh, those are some of the incidents that uh, happened in the lifetime of the Rasulullah So let's uh, discuss about the summary, so we'll call it a day, uh, as how you would summarize for us. So uh, Sayyidina Muhammad bin Abdullah, he was uh, our leader, uh, that is uh, uh, Muhammad, the son of Abdullah, wa Aminatul Uraishiya, and the son of Amina, that is uh, uh, from the tribe of Quraysh, huwa Akhirul Anbiya. He was the final of the prophets. And he was the messenger to all of the humanity. For them to worship Allah alone. So that they should not associate any partner with him. And uh, indeed, he was born, peace and mercy of Allah be upon him, in the city of Mecca on Monday. 
12th of the month of Rabi'il Awwal. We mentioned that uh, the 12th to the month of Rabi'il Awwal is the most popular sale, but the most authentic that has strong isnad is the, that one of it, indeed. Uh, his father died before, uh, before his before that is he was born. Wadufina bil Medina and he was born uh, he was uh, buried that is his father was buried in the city of Medina and his mother uh, nurses him. The one that is the woman that breastfeeded him uh, after his mother that is uh, after the demise of his mother was uh swaybat al aslamiya that is uh the woman that breastfeeded him after his mother was swaybat al aslamiya summa halimat al saadiya then a devai halimat al saadiya wa fi sadisati min umrihi in his that is uh when he uh wa fi sadisati min umrihi in the six uh of his age that is when he was at the six years old to fiat ummuhu his mother died so what happened is that uh, when uh, he was born his mother breastfeeded him and she also offered him to some of the women to breastfeed uh, him and some of the women that breastfeeded him are so when he get to the age of six we know when he went to because of the issue of the Abdo uh, abdominal dissection that happened to him they uh, she uh, returned him back to his mother so after when he reached uh, up to the essence that he reached to the age of six to fiat his mother died in the in the uh, colony of abwa and then ayman that is uh, took his responsibilities that is uh, uh, she uh, took care of him and his uh, grandfather uh, that is uh, take care of him and uh, when he was at the uh, eight years that is when he was eight years old his grandfather uh, that is uh, died and uh, his uh, uncle Abu Talib uh, that is uh, took his responsibilities and uh, when he was at uh, nine years old, he traveled together along with his uh, uncle Abi Talib to Sham. And Bahira Rahib, he saw him and he identified him. He recognized him. When he was at the age of 25, uh, he traveled for the Purpose of business of Sayyidatu Khadija after his resumption with two months he that is consummated marriage with her her years were at that moment uh, 40 she was at the age of 40 and in the 35 of his age when he was at the age of 35 he uh, engaged along with the Quraysh in the rehabilitation of the Kaaba. And he made a, he made a judgment between them uh, in installing the Hajar al-Aswad in its exact location. 
It leads to the extent that they nicknamed him as the honest. And Allah has protected him, has safeguarded him from the actions of the Jahiliyyah. He selected for himself, he chose for himself uh, social distancing. That is distancing himself away from the people. When he was around 40 years. He was worshipping in the cave of Hira. Based on the vision of his grandfather, Ibrahim. So, inshallah, due to the time limitation, we would stop here. Then we would continue with the second segment, the second segment of the lifetime of the Rasul. So, this is short biography, that is, brief biography of the Rasul, his lifetime, that is, uh, prior to the revelation. So, we would uh, heard about, we would uh, hear about. The, uh, that is the aspect of his life after the revelation, after the prophethood, after he was given uh, the message. So inshallah, we would stop here. Allahumma allimna ma yanfa'una wa anfa'ana bima allamtana wa zidna ilman. Allahumma agna al-haqq haqqa rizquna tiba'ahu wa agna al-baatila baatila rizquna istinaba. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fi al-akhirati hasana wa qina azab al-nar. Allahumma ya Rabbi ya arhama rahimin ya rahim al-du'afai wal-gurabai wal-masakin anzil rahmataka alayna wa ala walidina wa ala sa'iri al-muslimin al-muhdina fi kulli